0: Hey, coming in, coming in, and welcome to Entrepreneurs Can Party. Let me show you around. This is an entrepreneurship podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives, and those aspiring to be so. The aim is to introduce you to inspiring, like minded people who are doing what they love every single day and are having so much fun in the process. You see, business can and should be fun. I'm your host, Scott Stockdale, and it's my job to tease out their habits, routines, successes, failures, favourite resources, books, etc, etc. All that good stuff. Alrighty, make yourself at home, grab yourself a drink, and let's get this party started. Hey, hey, so welcome to episode 113 of Entrepreneurs Can Party. I'm your host, Scott, and in this monthly update, I wanted to tell you about some news which has... Come to me in the past month or so, and that is I reached out to my biological dad for the first time in my life, in my whole 25 years. We as as I record this right now, we've spoken for the first time this morning, went really well, and I'll talk about it more shortly. And I wanted to pick out towards the end of this episode some lessons I've learned from this experience. Having found out about my biological dad. And knowing that he's alive for the first time about seven months ago. So there's a lot to try and cover in this episode, and yeah, as as I mentioned, I want to pick out some lessons towards the end of this episode which are applicable to everyone, I think, not just those who haven't heard from uh, from the parents in a lot of years. Okay, so just to give a bit of context for those who weren't aware, About, yeah, about seven months ago, and I did an episode about this as well, which I'll link to in the show notes, my biological dad reached out to my mum for the first time in 24 years. And he basically went on to say that he wanted to, you know, get to know me and kind of fill in the blanks a little bit. And he just wanted to tell us some news about his family and his own health conditions that he, he was going through. Uh, he's okay he's still alive and this took obviously a lot of processing for me and i you know spoke to with my therapist again went to uh, talk with some really close friends of mine just to go through the permutations and after yeah after a long time processing it uh, yeah i decided beginning of this month of march that i would uh, reach out to him and that's what i've done and the actual experience itself then, so it lasted about an hour, an hour-long chat, and uh, it was actually really nice. It felt like a almost like a first date, <laughs> so there was a lot of nerves, certainly my size, and he said on the call that he was feeling really nervous, and when we r- agreed to do the call about a week beforehand, he said that he was like a kitten on a tin roof. You know, he just couldn't sit still, he was thinking about it a lot, which was kind of sweet, but uh, yeah, I could totally relate. So it was like a first date, which was unusual and yeah he talk, told me about his life and moving to australia and starting a family over there and i've got a half brother called daniel who's eight and a half sister called lily who's 15 they sounded really cool and yeah it was um it was a lot to process and uh we talked yeah we got deep and it, it was yeah it was nice and i think where i'm going with this i don't know what the next steps will be i think we're going to take it baby steps, and maybe one day I will go out to Australia to meet him once Covid and restrictions lift and things, but the conversation itself went way better than I could have hoped for. So why am I telling you this? What are the lessons for you to take away? Well, I did read a poem by T.S. Eliot this morning, and I've, I've read it before, but I just kind of turned to it again after the conversation because it seemed really fitting, and I wanted to read it out to you today as well. Uh, it's called The Cocktail Party. And it goes as follows What we know of other people is only our memory of the moments during which we know them, and they have changed since then. We must also remember that at every meeting we are meeting a stranger. And that was what I tried to think about. Try to go into that conversation with no expectations, try to push aside any anger, any resentment, any negative emotions I might have felt towards him and just try to go in with an open heart and what I found was that certainly helped. It helped me connect with him and uh, I think if I had had those feelings beforehand it would have clouded the whole conversation. So when we are meeting someone for the first time we have to remember that we are meeting a stranger essentially and not just someone we're meeting for the first time, this is as the the poem alludes to, anyone we meet we are essentially meeting for the first time because we are only remembering our memory of them. And they will have changed. We all changed on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. So, really powerful lesson. And it, I guess it, it reminds me at least, this poem, to always try and be present. And always try to go into things with an open mind and with no expectations. So, that was the first lesson I wanted to bring you today. Yeah, we are meeting strangers for the first time every time we meet someone and the second thing i wanted to guess highlight as a lesson is that control is an illusion you know if you told me seven months ago that i would speak to my biological dad bearing in mind i didn't even know if he was alive about seven months ago that is such a crazy but it's happened and it was nice so control is an illusion things can come out of nowhere and actually on this i've been reading a book One of my friends, she recommended it, called Solve for Happy by Mo Gordat. And I wanted to read out a a passage from this as well, because again, it seems really fitting for what has happened in the past week or the past month. And it's this. Every time you examine your thoughts, you'll notice that whatever you're upset about is rooted in a past that you cannot change, or a future that may turn out to be completely different from what you expect. You may as well let the past or the future go, and do your best whatever you're doing now. This is the moment, the only one you can count on. Live in it fully, and the rest will take care of itself." Beautiful. And this is a uh, a nod towards a practice called committed acceptance, which Mo talks about in the book, and it is something I've since written on my whiteboard to remind me that dwelling on the past, on the future, ultimately doesn't change anything. And the best we can do in any given moment is give our best to that particular moment. Be present. I hope you've got something from this episode. If you want to reach out to me, you know where to find me, at Entrepreneurs can Party on Instagram, you can find me on LinkedIn, send me an email. And I want to leave you with one final thought on this Saturday episode, this monthly update, and that is, do you feel free? If not, what is the fear behind that? Why aren't you feeling free? Is it a fear of rejection, a fear of failure, a fear of being broke, a fear of turning people away? Whatever it might be, have a think on that, because I believe strongly that if we face our fears, look them dead in the eyes, we will be able to push through them, and we will be able to to live a life we, we can be proud of. Until next time, I'll speak again very, very soon. Do take care. Hey hey, so outsourcing to a virtual assistant for less than $5 an hour has been a game changer for me. My VA living in Vietnam is, for one, a lovely human being, and two, she saves me so much time every single week since we started working together in May 2020. She produces these episodes, she edits audio, she sends emails to guests, she creates social media posts, she writes show notes, completes ad hoc tasks, and we spend less than one hour a week communicating over Zoom and email pretty dreamy, am I right? Well, I now share all these systems, insights and mistakes I've made in my very first Udemy course so you too can outsource to a virtual assistant and save over 10 plus hours a week. Since launching in November 2020, over 80 students have enrolled and the course has received over 20 five-star ratings. To find out more, check out the link in my show notes where you can get an exclusive discount or visit udemy.com forward slash course or forward slash outsource hyphen two hyphen a hyphen virtual hyphen assistant. That's not easy to say. Let me just repeat that. That's udemy.com forward slash course forward slash outsource hyphen two hyphen a hyphen virtual hyphen assistant for more details.